0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Fogelers. As always, there will be adult language and content in this episode after I'm done speaking this sentence. This week, we'll be discussing why your bookmarked Pornhub videos are missing, and why you should be investing all your life savings into Bitcoin. We'll also be talking about why the city of France fined the country of Paris for having more women than men in government positions. Later, We'll be discussing Myron Burel, a 34 year old man that spent nearly 18 years in jail for a crime he didn't commit, and how Nintendo continues to produce whack ideas one after another. Our topic of the week will be discussing why the Grammys are fucking bullshit, and why you shouldn't be meshed up into this low IQ crowd. All this and more, starting right now. Or maybe you're not a fan and you're just listening to a random podcast Please stay Hello <laughs> Today is the 18th of December Well, at the time of recording, it will be I don't know, some Wednesday when we actually release It'll be Wednesday the 23rd So Merry Christmas when we release Merry, Yeah, Holy well, dude, we're going to be recording on Christmas next week Well, we're probably not But if if we were to continue our schedule oh, record on Christmas next week Right? Honestly, yeah, yeah, I can record on Christmas if you really want to. <laughs> I probably cannot, but we'll see. I got, you know. Okay. We can just record we'll on see Saturday then. To. Um, today in the news, we've got a couple of news stories. When do you want to go first or should I go first? Is that your trope? So we're trying to come up with something. I don't know if I should call it a trope, but uh, we're trying to come up with something that we repeat every week and Ming just hit us with the today in the news. And I don't know if okay. I like that one. How but... about this week today? <laughs> Well, we don't have to come up with it right now. I'm just I'm just trying to make fun of you. Alright, well this week today, we have five uh, news stories. Do you wanna go ahead and read the first one? Because I do not have a Google Docs open. It says France Women Link. <laughs> so it's oh. yours. No, no, no. We don't have to go in order. I thought you were gonna okay, go. Okay, okay. Uh so my first story comes from Pornhub. Pornhub.com deletes all amateur I go videos. There. Or, you know, I don't think that's the right title. It's more like they deleted all their unverified content. So if you guys don't know, you have to get verified on Pornhub in order to have like, you know, it, it makes it look more legit. And nowadays you have to get verified in order to upload content because Pornhub had a lot of issues with people uploading underage content, like under 18 or just like content that's not wanted. Uh, we've talked about it earlier on the podcast, but there's been multiple uh porn companies the most infamous one is probably girls do porn I think it's called where they kind of they kind of manipulate these girls into coming they think it's like a modeling agency and then they tell the girls uh they kind of pressure them into taking their pants off and then like fi- getting filmed and whatever and it's like it's kind of uh it's pretty bad <laughs> it's pretty corrupt so uh it's like a step towards victory but at the same time 10 million videos got deleted off Pornhub, which is a lot of videos yeah it seriously affected my personal life (laughs) i mean there's a lot of other porn sites you know that right when yeah but i'm i'm loyal to the hub dude i've been using the hub since i was 13 years old come on (laughs) on (laughs) a little too much these days the boys will miss uh... me if i leave the hub yeah <laughs> <But>. <laughs> so Bro, do you have a they did get rid of all these videos dude and like now all the videos are like the way i would word it is not amateur for sure but no yeah you have to get your account verified and i'm pretty sure all you have to do to do that is like write your username on a piece of paper and take a picture of it like you don't even have to have your face or like your dick or anything in it and uh, oh okay <laughs> Could you imagine if they had like some high tech uh biometric recognition for your dick? That's how they did it. That's how you get Pornhub verified. <laughs> that would, I mean, if there's any website to do it, it would be that one, right? Yeah, it would. Yeah. But so, so the big deal about this that I sincerely think that this is why they did this, is because people were just re-uploading like shit from Reality Kings and like the big porn studios that spend a lot of money. Yeah, but that, see, that's what was good about Pornhub, was that people, like, you were just allowed to upload. So, uh, previously, it was kind of like YouTube, but even, like, more Wild West than YouTube, where you could upload literally anything. The name of the site is Pornhub, but you could upload any video, like, as long as it ran on their site. You could upload the fucking, you could upload, like, an entire movie, if you wanted to. Like, I remember I saw Avengers Endgame, when it first came out in theaters, I saw that on Pornhub. Fun fact. <laughs> um, <That's hilarious. laughs> yeah. So there's like, you can use that site for everything. So it was kind of like a necessary step in order to, you know, advance the business or whatever, legitimize your company. But at the same time, you know, you're going to have to go to these shadier websites to get full versions of the porn you like. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, it is a necessary thing to do though. So I understand where they're coming from. Yeah, and I wonder how much they're saving not having to open so many servers. Like, they yeah. probably have, like, so much dead uh, equipment that's just not even doing anything right now. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure anyway. they don't really make that much money, considering, like, the people they they add revenue to, despite it being, like, probably one of the most trafficked sites in the world. I don't know. <laughs> just food yeah. for thought, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, the city of Paris, that is Paris, France, not... Uh, I don't know Paris, Indiana. Troy. Paris, Indiana? Oh, Paris, Indiana. I don't Washington, know. There's a lot Indiana. of like dumb shit. Like, there's like a Peru, Indiana, and like a bunch of yeah. I know. So what you're I wouldn't be about. Um, The city of Paris is being fined ninety thousand euros. Dude, honestly, not, not a ton. You don't think right. so For ninety thousand? for a city bro i mean yeah like, uh, i mean chicago's like a million and a half dollars in debt or something right now <laughs> 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 yeah the mayor fucked it up they fucked up everything oh, dude man. That's too bad. she got into office and then covid hit and then like everything got fucked <laughs> okay that's not like her fault then right like that's more it's it's a probably a mixed bag but yeah Sure. i mean she's not like she's not fully at fault but she's not absent of fault right like yeah per- you know personally i, mean? I don't yeah. like her but whatever yeah okay I don't know enough to be able to say why I don't like her. I just get the vibe. Yeah, she just gives um, you bad vibe. <laughs> totally. Anyway, so the reason why they're being fined is because they don't have enough men in the senior uh, positions of the government. So uh, the rule in place states that there has to be at least 40% of each gender taking a role of the senior jobs in the city. And, uh, like, these are, like, the representatives to, like, go to France. Like, th- these are, like, the Paris-elected representatives to, like, represent the country, I believe. And, like, okay. say, hey, this is what Paris wants to happen in our national policy type of deal. That's my okay. assumption. I'm not 100% on this. So yeah, they have too like many that. women, and they need at least a 40% of uh, men, and they broke through. So they have over 60% women. And then they're being fined because it's a majority, and they wanted a more equally diverse uh, representation. Yeah, this is very interesting because yeah, you know, usually like I'm sure twenty years ago it would have been the other way, and nobody would have batted an eye, right? Like sixty percent men, who who cares, right? But or like even if it was like eighty five percent or ninety eight percent, you know, or like hundred percent men, like yeah, that would be that would fall under this rule to be fined. But it's a kind of a role reversal because it's majority women. So, first of all, I'm kind of impressed that they managed to get 60% women in the, in the, in the the you know, like, government positions or whatever. Like, that's impressive in itself. I don't
1: Just think so. Just the fact
0: that... You don't think so? No. I, I think don't know. It's, like, it speaks to the population, because that you think that they're elected officials, right? Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, they have to at least have some kind of political influence to be able to gain these types of positions. So... I think of it as this population respects women and like they view women as viable leaders, which is hundred percent true. I'm not saying that this is such a radical yeah, idea. Uh, it's not <laughs> what I meant either. Right. Like yeah. I, I just meant that it's impressive that this is like, I don't know. Cause like in America, I, I remember reading that like, it's like one in five government positions are like filled with women and the other like 80% are men or something yeah. like that. So it's, you know, And what's even more impressive is that they're being fined for it, right? Yeah. So this rule that they have in place, they're like changing it and tweaking it to like be more of what they want, but they're not going to be able to change the rule fast enough for the charge to be dropped. Does that make sense? Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like if you got a speeding ticket and then the next day they, they raised the speed limit on the street you were driving. Right. You know, you can't go to court for that, right? Like you just, it's not going to work. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but that's what's going on. So oh, who is who is suing the city of Paris for this? I think it's the some national government of France. Like it's the wider, like France is, it's the French rule and the city of Paris needs to get in line because apparently Paris and France are two different entities, which is a hard concept for us Americans to understand. Yeah, it's <laughs> <just> a completely <laughs> foreign concept for Americans. Um, but yeah. This is th- th- this this feels really weird. Like I don't Yeah, it does. I, I like just looking at this and listening to this right now, it, it puts like this like uneasy feeling in my stomach. And it makes me feel like if this was 60% men, they wouldn't have gotten charged. What do you think? Honestly, I I think they would have and then you like so? people would have made more of a stink of it. Okay. Well, cuz like the rule as it's written is written for both sides, which is awesome. Like you're being fair. But at the same time, you are putting a mandatory rule in to prevent uh, undiversification. What do you call that when everything's the same? Like, they are are mandating diversification, you know? So, in mandating diversification, are you cutting off your arms that, you know, like, could get you to greater policy like can these women get greater policy if we if we are france and we have or if we're paris and we have 80 percent women like what if those women are just all-star politicians and they are making the greatest policy and then sure. like if you just so happen to fucking put a man in there just to get diverse like what if he's a dipshit and he's like you know and he's not making as good policies on that thought though, I do want to say that in like politics like this, when you're, so when you're deciding, you know, um, stuff like policies and laws, right. Or like figuring out what's just and unjust, it helps to have a more diverse crowd, right? Like it helps to get more angles of everything than sure. Cause they would rather promote policies that are more beneficial to females. <laughs> hypothetically. Yeah. Hypothetically. That's kind I'm of, a, that's kind of like a, 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 dangerous slope that we're walking down here but like all i'm trying to say is that like yes 60% women right it's kind of weird that they would get charged for that but i do understand that they want to have this diverse crowd in their political like atmosphere is that does that make sense yeah of course yeah so anyways that that's a weird story though i don't know how i feel i honestly kind of want to research that more after we're done talking here but uh yeah go ahead read the article yeah uh, moving on, Coinbase files for an IPO. So if you guys don't know, my major is finance, and these guys in my class have been talking about this nonstop. They've been talking about Bitcoin. Oh my God, Bitcoin is rising! It's just rising, guys. You guys, dude, it's 22 k. Not, dude. Oh my God, you Bitcoin. gotta get into Bitcoin, guys. Twenty two k. If you guys don't know what an IPO is, it's an initial public offering that basically brings a Deep private corporation in. and it issues new stock to bring them into a public corporation. Like it's, it's one of the first steps towards becoming a public corporation and getting your company on the stock market. It's and literally selling your stock, your company as, a, as a stock. Yeah. Is what it is. So Coinbase, which is probably the most well-known uh, cryptocurrency trading thing. Would it's you the say? one I use. Yeah. It's, it's like, just... it's like the market. It's where you go to, yeah. Trading is what you said. Okay. I thought I said Training. It's like Fidelity yeah, for trading. for cryptocurrency. I was gonna say Robinhood, but Robinhood is Robinhood. I don't. It's, just, it's something completely different. Um, but Robinhood yeah, Robinhood so, is a fucking PR firm. Is it? <laughs> I don't even know. But I feel like they just they just make everything look so nice. Yeah, I mean, it's like I, I don't know. I don't I don't want to get I don't want to get into it right now. But uh, Coinbase, so they're going for an IPO. And this is a big step towards, like, I would say cryptocurrencies is becoming more mainstream, per se, would you say? And, like... Oh, 100%. I Are think we not important. there yet? I, I don't think we're there yet, but I think we're pretty close. Especially I mean, like, considering, like, consider what, what has happened this year, right? Like, the state of the pandemic and uh, just everything going on, right? Cryptocurrency is valuable for stuff like this, where, you know, if you have less trust in the government or, like, you have less trust in your money in general, like, your currency then you start to invest in shit like gold or like, yeah, jewelry, any of that. And cryptocurrency is probably one of those. So, yeah. Do you have anything to add? Um, I think crypto is cryptocurrency not mainstream. Like, I feel like there's boomers out there, not all, but there's there's some boomers out there that are like legitimately putting their fucking retirement into cryptocurrency, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, I, I feel like we made it, you know? And so? I'm, I consider myself an early adopter, kind of. I'm not like a 2009 adopter, but I'm definitely like a 2013 adopter. I just want to say that when um, Wynn and I were going to college for the first time and he was telling me about like uh, the dark web. I don't know if you want to like put that out there, but I just did. So no, sorry. let's talk about it. Um, Wynn told me about the dark web and he told me about cryptocurrency. This was in, I think, 2016. And the price of uh bitcoin was like $3000. So yeah. if I invested all my money into bitcoin at that moment, I would have made 7 times my money today. Yeah. So, yeah, just just something you need to think about. When was ahead of his time. If you ever need proof, guys, there it is. I've I've made over $1000 on it, but I wish I would have invested more, but the problem with being poor is that you don't have money to put in in the first place cuz like I was not stable enough and I needed my money to be liquid so I could, you know, spend yeah. it. <laughs> exactly i mean that's all rich and, people uh, do is they just invest in shit so yeah yep. if i would have had fifty thousand dollars in the bank i would have had no problem putting a nice five thousand dollars into it and i would have been fucking baller rich yep you would have had thirty five thousand dollars right now right but Bam. let's not think about how much Brand money new we could have had right let's not cry about it yeah uh next story all right so there's this guy i uh feel really sorry for him and like he had a bad thing happen to him uh this guy named myron burrell this story kind of ties into the brandon bernard story of last i actually know what this is yeah okay yeah so like this guy was fucking 16 years old and he got arrested and uh he's now getting out of jail he's age 34 so basically the story is that the police accused him of shooting, like, a very young girl in her home because, like, some some really young girl got shot in her home while she was, like, doing homework or something, if I remember everything correctly. uh, And then they blamed him. They thought he was involved, and literally he was just hanging out. But, like, I wasn't there. I don't know what the guy's story was, but the trial was he, he got off on the first trial. Like, they said he didn't do it. And then they put him back into another trial, and then they, you know, actually sentenced him. Okay. So basically, Damn. he he had like a whole alibi that he was like buying, uh, buying stuff at the store, and the police like never even looked for the, for the freaking, security tape. Like they never even checked it out. Yeah, they just wanted and, someone yeah. to accuse, right? Literally, he's like the whole fucking time, and uh, like the whole whole. Day of his life. Like, every single day of his life. Like, since he was 16, like, he's been in fucking jail. And now he's 34. So that's... And he's getting um, out. 18 years. 18 years of jail. So he spent more than half of his life in jail for nothing. Literally nothing, right? Yeah. I'm trying to remember how the uh, ending of the trial went. Well, I just... By remember, I mean, I'm refreshing myself on the article. I read this, like, a week ago. I just can't believe that the police... Didn't even bother to like check his background or I mean, not background, but like just check his story or, you know, any of that. Like they just, they were just so sure or either that, or they just wanted to close the case or something. I don't, I don't know, but I guess someone testified and he swore that he was the guy. Yeah, but he's going to do that because he doesn't have a choice, right? So like, why should, why should someone get on the stand? Like, if I get on the stand and say, like, I swear Ming fucking killed that guy, like, who the fuck am I, you know? Like, you shouldn't yeah. just go to jail just because I said it. Yeah, no, that's that's true. Yeah. Um, and that's what geez. seems to be happening. Or to have happened. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that guy lives in Minnesota. Fair and just trial. He did not get the death penalty like our, like our last story of Brandon Bernard. Yeah. And... uh that's Myron Burrell and he said he wants to move on with his life and he wants privacy and he wants people to just be chilling. So hopefully he can like, you know, have a family and like have some kids or something. Yeah, I hope he gets to punch some cops in the balls or something. Like, Well, <laughs> hopefully he can walk down the street and not even like worry about the cops existing because he. Li- I'm pretty sure he lives in Minneapolis. Oh, man, dude. Oh, that's just, it just so hurts pretty sure to all think the- about, man. All the cops um, are just going to be gone out of Minneapolis, hopefully sometime soon. Yeah, sometime. Um, damn, that's a really depressing story. But at least he's well, out, he's right? Out. Like, yeah, at least he's out. So he didn't. Yeah. It didn't end with death. Okay. And our last story of the day is going to be about gaming. So Super Smash Bros., they've been adding some really wacky characters. Just for reference, they've added Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. They've added, um, just off the top of my head, they added Joker from Persona. They added Hero from Dragon Story. Like, have you heard of any of these games, my friend? No. Yeah. These are, like, completely out of left field. Like, just... It really pisses me off. Holy shit. Like, I I cannot believe they're adding these characters. And for another one, completely out of left field. Oh, they also added Steve from Minecraft. Fucking Steve. I thought that one was weird because it's not anything to do with Nintendo. But I did think it was cool because it's like that's a game i like so i'll just support it <laughs> i mean like I, I don't know man i still don't know how i feel about that but um they added sephiroth from smash from final fantasy 7 if you don't know you've probably seen sephiroth before when he's the guy he's like he's kind of like every anime villain um like every anime villain stereotype he's got like a giant fucking sword a giant katana um he's got black hair he's got wings so His what, signature like six, move. six characters in Smash? He's he's one of yes, six characters. Basically, yeah, fucking... exactly. Maybe Everyone they only added him because all they needed to do was make the models and they already had the move set down. <laughs> Probably. His uh, signature move is uh, One-Winged Angel, if you've ever heard of this. It, like, leaves you with one HP point. I don't know, this is pretty nerdy, but mm. this, like, it's what he... Oh, he also is known for Supernova, which is, like, a move where he blows up the Milky Way i guess i don't know um (laughs) but anyways he was added to super smash bros i'm starting to fucking not like nintendo but whatever um they did do a cool thing with it though uh they included so sephiroth came out yesterday and i think he's supposed to i mean sorry he didn't come out yesterday he was announced like they did their nintendo direct and sakurai came on and was like this is our new character Hey guys, and how's it going? We're yeah, your friend. Hey guys, We're Nintendo. Hey That's like how all the Nintendo Directs are. It's like you're just hanging out in their living room. And it's Konnichiwa. like everything's very clean. Yeah. <laughs> it is clean. I will say that. Like, if it's Yeah. Um, so he's supposed to release on the 22nd or the 23rd. It's one of those two dates. But uh, they put something into the game called the Sephiroth Challenge. And it's... If you can beat, like... It's literally like... It feels like an entirely different game, but... If you can beat Sephiroth on one of those difficulties, then you unlock him, uh, like, early access. Like, you just get him permanently. So, it's pretty cool. Um, but the thing is, I've heard it's pretty easy to do. So, basically, if, if you have him, you have him. <laughs> right, like, you, nobody's getting him on the 22nd. Everybody's going to get him, like, today, if that makes sense. Oh, really? That sucks yeah. that it's too easy. I would but make it, like impossibly hard. Like only like five percent of players could actually do it. I mean the thing is you get infinite tries, right? So if you fail once, you can just keep trying. They originally they said they were gonna make it so you only had one try to do it, which would have been a lot cooler. And like honestly guys, I don't own this game. Wynn doesn't own this game. I used to be a big Smash Bros nerd. I used to play this game called the Super Smash Bros Melee for the Nintendo GameCube. And it turned into like this esports phenomenon where like the game was kind of meant to be just a casual fighting game but uh the creator left so many weird mechanics into the game that really kind of speed up and like do what you can do with it i don't want to go too in depth with it but it created a lot of controversy but it's a really fun game and i played it for it really makes it competitive to the max because the more you can master these uh weird quirks yeah and like these weird quirks are very hard to pull off like at a high level like to pull off consistently, but it makes you move faster. It makes you attack faster. So it's, uh, it's fun. But anyways, I don't play smash bros anymore. I just thought it was interesting that this was in the news. And like, when I saw this, I I literally did a double take. I was like, what the fuck? Like, why is this guy in smash? Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And they completely fucked over the entire esports scene. Nintendo did, but that's a story for a different day. That's like a whole episode. That was gonna be today's story actually, but um, I found something even better that I wanted to share. So. Oh really? Yeah. Dude, uh I'm looking at the, the notes of like all the stories we had, so we talked about Pornhub first. Uh-huh. I saw this video on Reddit, and it was this guy, and he was like, Yo, they deleted all the fucking Pornhub videos. And he was talking about how he had like over a hundred bookmarks to yeah. like porn videos see he was okay. like now all of them are just gone he's like I can i've been working to that. on that shit since i was 15 <laughs> bro i can relate to that but the thing is you can just google the name of the porn or like google the porn stars that are in it and you'll probably find it so yeah but what if it's like some amateur shit that like you know like if you recorded yourself yes, fucking this is some true. girl and like you recorded this shit in like 2000 you know 12 and then you po- posted it to Pornhub, like you could have lost that original like video, you know, like yeah. that video could be gone forever. That like, is and we true. We will never see that pussy again. But the thing is, they're usually uh, like, uh, from what I understand, most of the videos that got taken down were like Reality King uploads and like, you know, like we were talking about earlier. Like, No, dude, I bet a lot of the videos were amateurs that had an account and posted like, you know, three to five videos and just never bothered to verify their account. You think so? I Yeah. I mean, I could see that too. Um, but what i wonder is if they still have their account name if the videos could go private and then they could get verified and then remake them public that would be interesting i think they're just removed removed from my understanding but i yeah that's what it that's seems like too. yeah i'm just like trying to like last ditch effort yeah for porn, like if you guys. upload a youtube video uh-huh what I if said- you if you. Up- no, I, I didn't say ahead. anything. No, no, no. I didn't say anything, bro. <laughs> I figured, when like, yeah. If you upload a YouTube video and then it gets, like, copyright striked or whatever, you know, like, taken down because, like, it's obviously, like, um, like a movie that, like, is, you know, copyrighted. Okay. You can still see it in your private account. You just can't make it public. Okay. I see.
1: I so, understand.
0: Yeah. Um. I wonder if Pornhub would do something like that. I don't know. I'm glad they did it. Like I'm glad they're legitimizing their company and whatever. But it is kind of like a sad day. But Yeah, I think they need to like focus the uh the attention more on the amateur creators. Yeah, I mean I think like Instead I think of just that's being what like they should demo. I think that's what they should turn their platform into. Because like every port yeah. like every porn site is literally just like, you know, you're just uploading, like the company uploads Like a six-minute snippet of their 30-minute video, and then some guy buys it, and then he uploads the real thing, and then that gets taken down, so somebody else has to do it. And this happens over and over and over again. until Yeah, and it's a bunch of underground guys torrenting, exchanging, and uploading, and yeah – which by the way, shout out to those fucking underground guys. Like you you are really doing us a service. Like you <laughs> yeah, like right. I don't know why they're doing it. Like they literally have nothing to gain from doing this, but yeah. they're doing it. So shout out to you. Guys. They live in their mother's basements and yeah, everything. Yeah. Like I don't even think they enjoy it. I think they're just doing it because like <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh, But man. dude, like if Pornhub works out a way to like for amateurs to monetize, like they will be like number one, you know? Yeah, I think they should be working on like just, like, if I if I wanted to upload a video of me fucking my girlfriend for whatever reason, then I could just do it through Pornhub right. and, like, have the amateur experience or whatever. Yeah. Does that make sense? And maybe you do one for fun, and then, like, eventually you start doing, like, one a week, and then you can start actually making money and, like, having fans and shit. When these last 30 seconds is why we can't send this podcast to our family members. <laughs> it's just because we talk about stuff like this. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Right. I never linked my, I could link the coffee one. I never linked it to my aunt. earth to win what did you cut out no you just weren't saying anything oh uh There's nothing talking to say. clash of clans yeah no nah, <laughs> who, who <laughs> the, the fuck is like, well, <laughs> oh, like, i did yeah. not give a fuck <laughs> um okay hey guys welcome back so we're gonna be getting into our topic of the week where every week either win or i bring a new topic for the other person to hear And they don't have any idea what the topic is. This week's topic is pretty interesting. I was... So when we first started making this podcast, I... My goal was it didn't really matter to me how many viewers or whatever we got. As long as the stories that we talked about, like, got through to people and, like, made a difference in their life. So if this story makes a difference on one person...
1: That you had I goals? feel like
0: I accomplished something. Yeah, I had goals. <laughs> I know. Ming, a, Ming, Ming wants to accomplish things. He wants to like do something with his life. What, what a, a fucking nerd. nerd. What a fucking nerd. So this week's topic is about the Grammys. And I want Dude, to. Dude, this is gay. <laughs> I want to get into a little. No, no, no. I have felt strongly about this for a while now. And I didn't have the uh-huh. proof. Like I didn't. I wasn't able, like, I always knew it was bad, but I never was, like, committed towards actually, you know, finding out why it was bad until now. Um, So I've done a little research, and I want to start in 2019. So 2019, the Grammys, well, do you know what the Grammys are, When Do I have to explain this? Is it music? It's an award show for music. Okay, yeah, I knew it was an award show. I just was needed to be clarified right. to make sure it was music it's and not sponsored like by filmed. the Academy. I think is what they call themselves, the Academy of like music or whatever. It's just called the Academy. Okay, because um, they're so pretentious. Yeah, and we'll get into all of this because oh my right, god! Before I, we get into this, I basically regard the Grammys as complete bullshit. They're but terrible. Maybe you can change my mind. No, this is what the title of our... I want the title of this episode win to be The Grammary, The Grammys Are Fucking Awful. With, like, fucking, with, like, you know, the two asterisks or whatever. Because fuck the how Grammys. About, how about on the topics of the Grammys being fucking awful? Yeah, there we go. But we're definitely anyways, sticking with the on the topic. We're already too deep into that one to change we'll, it. Uh, we'll brainstorm it later. But anyways, 2019, um, the Grammys fire... Or they don't fire but the previous CEO of the of the academy Neil Porno, He decapitated them yeah he got decapitated um he uh <laughs> he was let go i i think he went on his own terms but he had misogynistic comments and he was being mean towards women so he was kind of forced out of office so so he kind of lost his head yeah, the Grammys were in kind of some hot water because of these uh, misogynistic comments. So they hired Deborah Dugan, who I don't want to get too much into her, but she's kind oh, of dude. amazing when she's she's done a lot of like a oh, yeah. lot of impressive stuff. So she graduated that, yeah? from business college and she proceeded to kind of work her way up a couple of corporal ladders and each one she got higher and higher. I think eventually she became like, She's becoming president of all these different companies, and she would run charities for everyone, and all in all, you know, she was, she had that rich, white vibe going, but at least she did give back, right? Racist, but okay. Definitely was, I don't want to, I don't want to say the term now, but it's, uh, fuck. Limousine liberals. Have you ever heard this term? No, I have not. Okay, so we won't talk about it then, but i mean we'll talk it about like, it later you have a lot of money so you uh help people it's do as i say not as i do so it's the people that are like um, you need to recycle but like let me drive my porsche yeah or the people that are like oh you need to use solar energy or like air dry your laundry but they have mansions yeah that literally use or like why don't you just buy a tesla because teslas are good for the environment and like you're sitting there like i can't fucking afford one yeah exactly <laughs> So, Deborah Dugan gets hired. She's kind of amazing. She's a very good leader. She gets hired to be the CEO of this academy, right? Is she a limousine liberal, you think? No, I don't. Well, not that I know of. I, I'm sure she is, though. <laughs> it's just, okay, but yeah. that's besides the point. She's she's the good guy in this story, okay? Anyways. She drives a Prius. Yeah. She, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> she got hired on May 8th. And then, not less than six months later, on August 1st, she got fired. And according to PR, she was fired for having a bullying managerial style. Okay. Okay. But it was later revealed. It's all politics. It was later revealed through her memo and through a bunch of like sources and the Grammys that she was fired for writing an internal memo attempting to expose the underlying corruption that goes on in the Academy and more specifically in the Grammys. So in this memo, that's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, she accused uh, Joelle Caps, who is a lawyer of the academy, of sexually assaulting her. By the way, has not gotten literally any punishment for this. So he just completely got away with it. Corrupt. Yeah, volume. is that like the hashtag Me Too kind of shit? Yeah, for getting like like sexually assaulted or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm very like, I don't know. That makes my stomach turn. That yeah. like Me Too stuff. Um corrupt voting process with secret committees that decide the finding vo- final voting process for the Grammys. Um, according to sources, she rejected a movement to give $750,000 to the previous CEO. Um, just the sexist boy club atmosphere. It was... Uh, it, it was like... She was trying to reveal all these issues and all the corruption that was going on within the company... So right, right. the committee, or you know, the chairboard, or whatever you want to call it, they saw this and they were afraid. The of academy her. is that what they call themselves? Is that the Academy, them? yeah. But like the committee of the academy, right? Like the the, the leader, the, the headboard, yeah. Got it. Um, they saw this going on and they got scared, so they fired her. And rather than yeah, so she was rather a than like she was a, a threat, exactly, yeah. And she was also paid significantly less than her predecessor, nearly half, bro. Like. Imagine CEO of the company and you just cut the salary in half because it's a woman. Yeah. That's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Sexist boy club. That's kind of like, you'll never be what the previous person is. Yeah. You know, exactly. And I'm sure like, can we yeah. do that with presidents? I don't, well, I don't think they get paid much. I think it's more just like a status <laughs> thing, right? For presidency. Yeah. I mean, but, they definitely um, like don't have to worry about money for the rest of their lives. Yeah um yeah so rather than address these issues the old stubborn board had decided they wanted to keep their overblown salaries and they fired her and in this memo she also detailed that certain employees they knew they were going to get let go but they couldn't do anything about it because if they tried to do anything otherwise like if they tried to report it or if they tried to leave the job or whatever like go find another job the committee would sabotage their next couple of jobs like they would go to those companies and say hey don't fucking hire this guy and stuff like that. So they were very manipulative. Yeah, burn burn them. Yeah. Whatever you call that. Um, they were very manipulative. They they kind of controlled people's like money and like the time they worked. And from what you understand, because you yeah. weren't there. But yeah. And in her memo, she mentioned that those retaliating against her were using tactics reminiscent of individuals defending Harvey Weinstein. Do you know who Harvey Weinstein is? Uh is he like that like he was like a molester or something? Yeah, he was a movie director. Is he the guy that they have the freaking documentary on Netflix about? That's Epstein. Weinstein Epstein? What's the difference? It's different people, bro. I mean they're two <laughs> okay, very okay. bad people though. I'm gonna say that. But uh, are they like was... the same kind of like crimes, like the same reign of like crime? Well, one was molesting like he was a movie director that was molesting like actors and actresses and like and people that's that Jeff? worked for him. No, that's um Harvey. Okay. And then Jeff Epstein had like an island and, you know. he had. And he directed movies and molested people? No. (laughs) He had an island where he brought people over and it was like pedophile island. And that was probably. Oh, shit. Pedophiles. Okay. Yeah. That's a whole new level. Yeah. And uh, like. Talk about an upgrade. Like there were kids being uh, jailed on this island. From what I understand. I haven't seen the documentary or anything. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, you should watch that documentary. I don't know anything it's about that. Pretty intense. Yeah, I don't like, know anything about it. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I want to like fucking think about that. Yeah, it's <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's a necessary evil, so Yeah. I mean, I when I say necessary evil, I mean it's a necessary evil to like watch and understand uh that kind of stuff. It's not a necessary evil to have that stuff. Yes. Yes, obviously. Yes, yes. I yeah. Like I wasn't but, literally like It didn't register with me what you had said and how it could be interpreted in a bad way, but it definitely could be interpreted in (laughs) a very bad way. (laughs) I definitely do not endorse fucking kidnapping children and putting them on an island. Like, that is not... And inviting Jared from Subway to come hang out. Yeah, exactly. Like, they let him go out of jail. (laughs) Nice reference. Fucking child molesters. Um, But anyways, Uh, so... There's some real underlying issues with the Grammys, Right. Dugan tried to make progress in this old environment, but the committee wanted to keep their bloated tactics. So what year was this? This, this was in 2019 was like This was last year. Okay. Okay. So fast forward to this year and the Grammys are being there. There's kind of a lot more light under their whole corruption and like what's going on within them. And I want to talk yeah, about like a few everyone of the in the room. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about a few of the cases that have happened in 2020 And namely, the whole point of this report is, I want to say, the Grammys don't mean anything. It's literally an award show that is designed by a company to promote sales and promote, like, their own brand, right? There's no fucking... Yeah, makes sense. There's no, like, music professors that are gathering around and are like, hey, like... You know, scientifically, this is the best song because of it uses A major at this point and like whatever. It's not. It's not any of that. Yeah. It's just. I mean, just like the Oscars, cor- right? It's just a corporation. Yes. And i mean it, it's tell not you, even like they go off money either. It's all about money. Like they, they do this. To no, make I'm saying money. like like, it's not like the song that makes the most amount of money will necessarily oh, right. yeah, get yeah, the yeah. award. Uh, we'll talk about what what like fills the criteria of getting a Grammy later on, but yeah the whole point of this is i want to say you should stop watching the grammys because the only reason these guys are able to make money off this corruption is because people watch the grammys and then they get influenced by the grammys because they see this album won best you know album of the year and they're like oh maybe that's best album of the year then right when in reality it's probably fucking not so we're going to talk about some of the 2020 ish like 2020 grammy issues that have happened this year so do you know who the weekend is yeah, that's like a band? It's one guy. <laughs> oh, is it? And then like so, the way they spell it is uh without the E? Yeah. So I mean there's we E's in the week, but not the not the E and end, right? Right, yeah. I'm a big fan of the week. Yeah, I, I don't know the, the music, weekend. but I've I've definitely heard of them. I Maybe mean, on like my friends Spotify. Uh, you've heard Spotify, uh Starboy for sure, right?
1: And Probably. Like,
0: I mean, sure. There's a song called I Feel Like Coming. Um He's got the Coming hills. with a U. No, just, I feel it coming. He did it with Daft Punk, so... I mean, I'll play it, and you'll... It feels like coming. Yeah, sure. Okay, what? which one should I play? Because I'm going to play one on YouTube right now for myself. Um, You should play I feel it coming by The Weeknd and Daft Punk. I feel like coming.
1: No, I feel okay, it
0: coming. I'll look it up on... Okay, I, I'll look it up on <laughs> Pornhub. What the fuck? Hopefully yeah, I'll look it up on Pornhub. I I um, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, so... This year, he's had his best year ever, right? So he released an album called After Hours. It was the number one. It was number one on the billboard. It was the number one bestseller for, I think, the longest time in 2020. Like, it had the most time on the chart as number one. It had the most sales. It was by far the weekend's best year ever, right? Okay. But despite all this, he hasn't been nominated for a single category in the Grammys, and this came to light because the weekend posted on social media his problems and like well basically he started with saying the Grammys are corrupt and then he went on to explain. Yeah, but was the he problems. just whining? No. So here's what happened when he got selected to be part of the halftime Super Bowl show. Right. Do you know what this is? Like Yeah, football, that's a big deal. American football? Yeah. Yeah. It's a very uh, big Virgin- deal for that. Joplin's right? tits, right? Or whoever. Yeah, I mean that was like for who, who, right? who had who had the nip slip? That crazy, right? <laughs> in like the 80s <laughs> oh in the 80s I don't know I don't know it was a long ass time yeah, ago that's a long, that a long time ago I also wasn't alive I just heard about it um, yeah. but anyways so he got picked to play at the Super Bowl halftime show so what happened was okay. the academy contacted Abel and they said hey we saw that you were elected to play at the Super Bowl halftime show if you go and play at that show you will lose every single nomination that you have at the Grammys." Wow, that's yeah. very corrupt. Yeah, because so they he said, wanted, fuck you, I'm going? Exactly. So they wanted Abel all to themselves. Like, they wanted them to play at... They wanted him to play at their fucking Grammy show and not to play at the halftime show. Okay. so And we're still talking about The Weeknd, right? This yeah, guy? sorry. I, that's his real name, but uh, I'll just say The Weeknd from okay. now on to stop confusion. Okay. Um, it definitely would confuse me. So, The Weeknd... This song's and- all right. Yeah, I'm listening to I Feel feel It Coming, okay? I (laughs) didn't realize that until I actually got it. The song name is I'm Coming, but anyways. (laughs) uh. I I totally (laughs) totally typed into YouTube, I Feel Like Coming, (laughs) the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Um, good thing google's smarter than my ass <laughs> yeah i mean I'm, su- I'm surprised that that's the video you got like it's a pretty good title well um, i put the weekend in there too okay 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 <laughs> um anyways he went to social media and he exposed that and lo and behold he didn't get a single nomination for 2020 despite probably being the artist that deserved it the most like he is his record was really good right he's hot he received- he's hot he received worldwide uh, appeal, right, uh, appraisal, whatever you want to call it. Very highly rated, sold well, you know. it's Critically acclaimed. Critically acclaimed, yeah, that's the word. Um, but, Yeah, and despite all that, he didn't get a nomination. So do you want to know what this year's nominations are? I guess. I mean, I'm not really doing anything today. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> kind of the point of the show right so uh i kind of i thought i was funny right there i thought that was a good joke <laughs> <laughs> i liked it i don't um, oh my god okay so all right moving on <laughs> black pumas jacob Callier, hame have you ever heard of any of these three No. Yeah. So, (laughs) but I I am not the guy to ask. So, I I went to Spotify. I went to Spotify and I looked up their music. I looked up the albums that they were getting um, nominated for. The music is very, very boring, (laughs) for lack of better words. And the way they're not making waves, right? They're not disturbing the Grammys' fucking peace and quiet or whatever. Yeah. So, the way that, um, that I, when I was reading the article, the way that they put it was the Grammys. Like to nominate music that can be played at Target, right? That can be played in like supermarkets. That makes sense. And music, okay, so did you know Coldplay still makes fucking music? Like I didn't even know these guys still existed. They got nominated. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. They're not that old. Justin Bieber, um, he released this record called Changes, which was universally disliked. Like it was I, ch- 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 I'm not going to put my opinion in on it because I didn't listen to it, but every review site I went to was like two out of 10 or like, this is not good. You should not listen to it. I thought JB was making a comeback, dude. Well, I seen him looking cute on fucking the internet. I mean, I'm just talking about like the quality of music. Like I'm not talking about how many copies you sold or whatever. Um, Okay. So it was universally considered like not a very good album and he, his record made it through nominations. And nominations that should have been considered, like Fiona Apple. Fiona Apple had the highest-rated record of the year, but he didn't get nominated. Harry Styles had a really good record. He didn't get nominated at all. Like, these guys didn't weren't even in consideration. Lil Uzi Vert, Mac Miller. Yeah. Mac Miller had a killer fucking Yeah, these ball. are names that I feel like, yeah, Harry yeah. Styles, like Mac Miller. Like, if they won a Grammy or you told me they won some music award, I would not be surprised. Yeah. Like, they're way popular. Like, Run I knew Duels. a lot of girls that loved Harry Styles. Yeah. And Harry Styles makes good music too. Like along with being and I like that song "Watermelon Sugar." Yeah, along with being just beautiful, he makes great music. Lil Uzi Vert, Mac Miller, who he died last year, released probably one of the best albums I've ever listened to. Best hip hop albums, like ever. Yeah, and the album is about like is he that thrift shop song guy? No, that's Macklemore. (laughs) Okay, Um, okay, you see where I can get confused there. Yeah, uh, Mac Miller, he... He has, like, the little short short guy, like, he's, like, a little thug on his album cover with, like, the snapback, and he's, like, a cartoon character. Uh, I'll show you a picture of Mac Miller when we're done, but he died last year. His album was about, like, suicide and dealing with depression and stuff. It's really one of the best albums. I would highly recommend anyone listen to that. It didn't even get nominated. Run the Jewels didn't get nominated. Pop Smoke was the biggest new artist of 2020, and he got shot this year. So he, his his record hit number one for, like, two weeks. Like, literally his first record ever. And he got shot. Wait, and what's his name again? Pop Smoke. Oh, okay. And I think he's dead now. But he didn't even get nominated. So it's, like, it's very strange, right? That they would pass up all these great musicians for stuff like Black Pumas and Jacob Collier, Like, you know, music that's very... It's not like pushing the envelope, but it's not even like at that level of pushing the envelope. It's more like, I don't know, music that you can play at Target, you know, like it's like, uh, it's like, really? You're nominating these Like it'd be in the background of a BP commercial or some shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It would be in the background of your like high school 20 year reunion, right? Yeah, yeah, without like an aggressive chord progression at all or anything like that. So this is nothing new, right? The Grammys have had lots of issues in the past. Uh, There's a whole page on Wikipedia dedicated to racism in the Grammys. And while I was reading this page, I discovered that only 10 black artists have ever gotten album of the year, right? And like, I I, I don't know. How many years have they done it? So they've been doing it since, I think, 50... Actually, I don't know, but I think it's around, like, the 50s, I want to say. I can actually look it up. Yeah, I mean, Hollywood Hollywood in the 50s sounds pretty racist to me, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, America at but, all right now. I mean, like, just think about, American. like, it's been coming to, like, now. Okay, so it's been running for 62 years. It's the second second—60 second 62nd Grammar, Grammy Awards. Jesus Christ, I cannot speak you know, You know what I kind of relate this to? What? Like, the idea of, like, the Freemasons or, like— uh, like a secret underground brotherhood or society, yeah. You know, and I really want to talk of about like that. a ruling so class. They like they call themselves the Academy, right? Of music or whatever. How shady is that? Yeah, which, which is, is dark brotherhood. It makes you think like, wow, they really have some like musical knowledge. When in reality, all they're doing is manipulating these artists and like, you know. Figuring and out and manipulating like, the population, the populace of, of music buying exactly, individuals into right. saying, so like these I are said, our, these are the horses we are backing and we are powerful and we are influential. So therefore you will give us your money. I've said this before and I'll say it again. And I'm going to say it again. This whole reason I'm telling you all this is because I want you guys to not pay attention to the Grammys. Like I don't even want you to acknowledge them because that's how they get like anything. That's how their corruption is able to like influence all of this so yeah and i bet they i bet they like profit off the tweets like random people just saying like fuck the grammys fuck the hashtag grammys like that still gives them more exposure don't do it guys just don't like we just i want you guys to understand like this is probably the only episode we'll make about the grammys i mean i might make more just to like clickbait or whatever but like it's bad it's not worth it um from 2007 to 2017 only one non-artist what a uh, non-white artist won album of the year okay and the record that won was a cover of a white artist's record okay does that make sense jesus yeah i know what you're saying yeah that, it was kind of i kind of stumbled on my words there but basically in the last 10 years uh the only person that wasn't white that won an award did an album uh did a cover of a white album sorry a white jesus christ of uh yeah the Beatles' White Album? Yeah, <laughs> the Beatles' White Album. <laughs> and the cover, if you guys don't know what a cover is, it's basically where you, like, kind of redo the album in your own voice and in your own version. Dude, if you don't know where a cover is, just fucking, just log off of life right now. I'm I mean, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Beyonce makes great music. I don't know if you guys listened to Lemonade. Lemonade was amazing, fantastic. I don't, I don't care who you song. are, you should listen to it. The album, sorry. Oh, not yeah, just I'll the look it up. song, but... Lemonade is great. Oh, it's a whole it's a whole album. Yeah. She got snubbed at the awards. Uh There's a lot of serious elitism going on. Another thing I want to mention is that in 1989 was the year that the Grammys first introduced rap like a rap category cuz this was when NWA and Public Enemy were coming up, right? Like this was when they were releasing music straight out of Compton, right? The movement, all that good stuff, the New York stuff with uh Uh, what's his fucking name? Yeah, but like music that makes a statement that is like hard to hear—you don't expect it to win an award anyway. I do expect it to win an award because that's the kind of music that is pushing the envelope. Like that's the kind of music that is okay. That like deserves an award, right? That's the kind of music that goes against the man, right? In big ass quotes, the man. Yes. Like okay, so that's going against the man, right? In a real hippie kind of way, is what the way I'm trying to present this. So, the man is someone that is oppressing people, right? It could right. be anyone. It could be a group. It could be anyone. All right. So the man is oppressing people. The music is made to fight against the oppressor, but the oppressor is the one that dishes the awards out. So no shit, they don't give. You know, like in any society, the, sure. the ruling class. I understand what you're saying. Is going to give you the awards they're going to give you the the money they're going to give you the record deals or whatever so even yeah like even when it's not against on racial lines like if a song comes out and says something that's hard to say and exposes an oppressor i don't expect that oppressor to turn around and reward them you know yeah i understand what you're saying but like i i just in a perfect world i don't even call an award call it recognition right These are these are the songs that deserve recognition and deserve like the songs that are able to not only sound good, but to push an envelope or expose like an an, an evil that hasn't been exposed before or talk about, you know, these issues, these underlying issues in society. Yeah, Yeah. just all of this stuff is so important. Right. And it, it it boggles my mind that like Coldplay is what's getting nominated over, you know, stuff we'll talk about later. Um, I have a whole section dedicated towards people getting snubbed at the Grammys. Yeah, go on. Sorry. So what you want, what you're asking for is radicalism to go mainstream, which by its very definition is impossible. Yeah. Don't you think? But at the same time, I'm going to be recommending. So like I'm glad that there are companies out there. So I know a lot of people don't like Pitchfork, but I would say Pitchfork is probably the best when it comes to like if you really can't decide what music you like. They're really good at like, at like saying it how it is and like saying what's good and what's not. Um, they're like reviewers. Yeah, the pit like they're they've been known like they they're like a high class review thing and yeah they do kind of fit into the Grammys especially these days they're kind of getting a little corrupt, but in the past and and at least like before the last two years they've been known for doing like pretty well, and uh, along with this, I understand like, yeah. The Grammys are like an award show by the fucking Academy, so obviously they're not going to support like you know (laughs) uprisings or not uprisings, but like radicalism. Radicalism, sure, but that's not even what I want to call it. Something like Like that's not that's not something so new. Yeah, like something so new, and like I'm not even saying radical. Like like people are saying hard things to hear. Like people are you know like I'm not saying radical like that, but like just like radical groundbreaking. You know? Groundbreaking. There like, we go. You, yeah. That's what I'm talking this, about. Do you expect the Academy to focus on the the newest thing? Because, yes. like, I do. honestly, I just expect them to reciprocate what they already like. That's, yeah. Well, and that's what we talked about earlier, right? Is that... Like, when you're an institution from the 60s, like, of course you're going to be fucking stuck in a rut. Like, it's... They had a CEO. It's hard to... Oh, sorry. It's hard to consistently innovate and get with the times. They had Like, a, when was the yeah. last time they shook it up, you know? They had a CEO that was focused on change and, like, you know, uh, throwing out evil or... Sorry, I don't... I can't yeah, say they evil. fired her Yeah, ass, they right? fired her because she was just too yeah. radical. Like, she wanted to change stuff, and they were like, no, like, we don't want to do that. We want to keep our salaries and whatever. Right. Um, so, like, I don't know. Anyways, uh, back to topic. In 1989... That was the first year the Grammys included a rap category, right? This was around the time rap was blowing up. I still can't remember the New York rappers that I'm thinking of. Uh, dude, who are they? Tupac! That's his fucking name. Tupac. Biggie. Tupac and yeah, Biggie. Okay, Biggie. there we go. Tupac, Biggie. Tupac was the West Coast, right? Uh, didn't he come to New York? Yeah, because he was friends and then people think that like he feuded with Biggie or some shit and that's why he got shot or something. I don't know. I, I don't think it was because of Biggie. I think it was... I, I heard the story one time and i forgot it yeah i mean that's 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 time for another thing anyways 1989 was a big year like that was when rap was like really coming on the horizon um so that was the first year that the grammys included a rap category but when they did the grammy when they did the award show they skipped over the rap section so they just played more commercials when it was time for rap and but they did it in the live what but they didn't broadcast it. Yeah, they didn't broadcast it, right? So when it happened during the Wow, war show, that's really fucked up. Yeah, right. That is l- an act of suppression. This, yeah. So this is when the term limousine li- limousine liberals comes in, right? Do as I say, not as I do. So these are the liberals that'll tell you to like ride your bikes or use public transportation, but they, you know, they get taxied in fucking limos and private jets, right? These are the guys that. Like fight for racism. I mean uh like they don't support racism, right? And they're like Black Lives Matter or whatever, and yet they won't fucking play their segment on TV when it's time. Does that make sense? I'm kinda stumbling on my words yeah. today. I don't know why, but yeah. Anyways. I haven't noticed, man. It's it's fucked. Like, like don't don't admit to flaws. You're flawless. Alright, I'm flawless, guys. Don't even worry about it. Uh they I, Yeah. One thing I want to say, because we've talked about gun control in this podcast, they advocate gun control, yet they have security and they guards shoot people. for their fucking gated communities, right? Like they're literally in gated neighborhoods where people are on watch twenty four seven with guns, and they're like, "Yeah, guys, don't use guns. Like gun control. <laughs> School shootings are bad." Anyways, I like, I just have a Ming serious problem with this. Yes, what's up, Ming? School shootings are bad. I mean, they are bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's- I'm not denying this. Suddenly, <laughs> he like said it sarcastically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just how they would say it. Like, these are the guys. Like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I feel so sorry. Our my hearts go out to prayers. Sandy Hook. Yeah. Go out to the victims. Dude, oh my God. Please this don't is, use guns. This is kind of off topic, but uh, yesterday on the news, uh, Purdue Pharmaceuticals and the leaders, the uh, what's the name of that family that bought Purdue Pharm- I can't remember, but they're the people that started uh, OxyContin. Is Is it like an S thing? S name? I'm going to look this up actually. It's it's killing me. Okay, fine. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, They did Oxycodone, right? They created it. They made it very addictive. They gave it to a bunch of mainstream suppliers. Uh, Just watching them on national news trying to apologize for like. So this guy, so this family's son died, right? From uh, Oxycontin or opioid abuse. And just the way they apologized, yeah. they were like, I am very sorry that your son overdosed on our product. <laughs> like, it was like... Dick. It was so shitty, man. I cannot stand these people. I fucking hate limousine liberals with all my life. But anyways, that's besides the point. I just
1: can't
0: believe, like... Well, I, yeah, I never really cared, but I just can't believe that like it does have a pretty big influence in the music industry. I mean, like people are just dumb. Like like the listeners, not like the fucking musicians and shit. Yeah, I I just want people to not pay attention. Like I I, I don't know, man. I, I don't d- know, like maybe I should include maybe I should include this in the podcast, but when I was a kid, um Basically, like I would go into my friend's house, my parents' friends' house, and uh, the friends, of, the friends of my parents, the parents of my friends. Fucking, what am I talking about? I'm so tangled in, it, in that one. And like their moms and dads would be watching the fucking Grammys or whatever the hell, like Grammys, Oscars. What are the other ones?
1: Award Golden shows, Globes. like name them.
0: Golden Globes. Yeah, Golden Globes. Uh... I cannot tell the difference. Like literally, they are all the same thing to me. Yeah. Right. I'm. I'm sure if I did. Academy like... Awards. If I researched the Oscars instead, like, I would have found the exact same shit. I would have found racism. I would have found, like, you
1: know, It's probably all the same people, too. Yeah, exactly. At the top
0: of it. It's probably all the same people. It's the Jeffrey Epsteins, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, literally, I would see these and, like, I would watch them and they would be so infatuated. Like, these parents. Like, fucking eyes light up. Oh, I need to know who this fucking person is. I need to know who won this who got it who's the artist of the year what is the best album and it's like don't you fucking just think for yourself like come on like just fucking decide for yourself like it's like the best album of this year is the album that you liked all right i'm sorry yeah but exactly you don't need somebody to tell you what to do and how to think like it's like you're hypnotized it's like all the golden you know the red carpets and the golden awards are like slot machine fucking starts twinkle in your eyes it's like you're hypnotized it's like it's like your your dog yeah like and this is like the precursor to like some kind of reward and it's what is that like i think what you're saying is definitely it's like the most prominent issue of the whole thing right like forget that the forget the corruption forget the you know people getting snubbed and the racism and all that like why even have an award show for something as subjective as music right Like, music is so subjective. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you just... You just... You're not going to like everything. And you're not going to hate everything, right? You're going to have a different... Like, what I like is way different from what you like, Wynn. And, like, what you like is way different from the guy next to you, too. Like, it's just how your brain works. And if you decide that you just... If you decide that you just unironically enjoy the B-movie and you think the B-movie is, like, the best thing ever and everyone else thinks it's shit, like... It doesn't matter. Like just enjoy what you enjoy. Exactly, yeah. No, I completely understand what you're saying. Um I don't know. What what a weird situation that, that they got they got going on, man. Yeah. I so the way I look at it is or the way I, I used to look at it, I don't look at it anymore like this, unfortunately. But it's like you know, it's like a series of albums that are, if, if a lot of people are saying that these are really good albums, then it's very likely that you'll enjoy them as well, right? So, we're going to get into yeah. it later, but Kendrick Lamar. I, I've i been recommended Kendrick Lamar a million times over, and when I finally listened to his music, I was like, wow, this is incredible. Like, this, this is honestly, like, revolutionary, life-changing, groundbreaking, everything. Like, everything you could ever put in music, he's got it. And that's what i used to think like award shows were meant for you know like the oscars if if a movie gets oscar nominated or like wins an oscar you're like okay that movie's probably like it's probably universally generally appraised maybe i should check it out right but the problem is that's what the grammys are treating it as they're commercializing it into putting in music that's just fucking trash or like should be played at target and people are like wow okay so that's the music that's like generally appraised or generally liked they go to listen to it bam the the grammys get more money anyways okay i have a one-to-one comparison for you okay the grammys are um the music industry right like the record record labels and all that that's the music industry giving themselves an award through a like secondary organization the same way a serial company would fund research into saying that their cereal is healthy in order to get a seal on the box or like a trophy on the box. You know how like they have all that? Yeah. No, I, I like I understand like, now why. It's it's pretty much the exact same thing. Instead of instead of genuine doctors coming together to decide the health of a product because they care about health, it's the industry trying to get a uh, you know, a, an artificial seal and a a trophy that, and then they they'll like you know try to build up the reputation, and, and then like in the music industry, instead of it being genuine fans or you know genuine uh crit- critics of music, it's the music, it's the music industry that dishes the rewards out back yeah, to the music industry. Exactly, and I think you know it does apply to the Oscars and the Golden Globes. But it applies to the Grammys, especially. And that's why I decided to go with the Grammys, because um, mo- all music, uh, it's getting better these days because of streaming and like people can actually, you know, have their own platforms now of music. But back then, right, like all music came from like five record labels and those five record labels are the same five record labels that are in the Academy and taking part in, uh, you know and like discussing music or quote unquote discussing music or like picking their fucking artificial awards or who's going to win artist of the fucking year. I don't know. It was probably Taylor Swift. Cause she made us the most money, but like, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Remember that time we are going to take a break? what's up what's up i'm reading about gwyneth paltrow accused of cheating with jay-z oh yeah they've been dating the jays no god damn damn she's hot in this pic though holy fuck Yeah, I've heard that name a million times. I have no idea who that is. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. She made Goop. Do you know what Goop is? Is that like, fucking, ghetto version of? Bro, Flubber? look. Go on YouTube and look up. Oh Goop. yeah, no, dude. I know what yeah, you're talking yeah, yeah. about. A, it's like it's like a, it's like an MLM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look up Goop. It's so yeah. fucking funny. She's. she's responsible I think for I looked that. it up. I saw like a meme video about it, uh, making fun of it, but also explaining. Yeah. She's in a movie, eh? She's an Iron Man. Okay, yeah. She's Iron Man. Her face looks very familiar. Yeah. Dude, she's hot, but she's like, she looks wholesome. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird (laughs) that she'd be running an MLM, right? But, you know, that's limousine liberals, bro. I'm telling you limousine liberals she looks like this youtuber i watch that makes like hiking videos (laughs) she'll tell you to bring down evil corporations and then she starts her own pyramid scheme (laughs) it's fucked man all right you want to get back into it i think we're back into it bro we in it to win it Yep, I mean, and then you know, since it's the end, we can probably let a little more loose. We're not winning anything, right? Like, there's nothing to win here. We already won the Spotify top 100. Oh yeah, you know, we're definitely Spotify awesome podcast of 2020. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> that was it, man. They emailed us and they said that's a wrap. That 40 minute class was all we got, bro. I wrote that. Really, they said it was the end. At- yeah, and that 40 I thought we were going to at least get like more videos or something, or like more classes. Right. Yeah. Uh honestly, dude, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do with my life. I've been looking at uh how much it is to fly to like Europe and fucking Japan and shit. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, I want I think I want to go do that since I'm not do- going to be the next awesome podcaster. Yeah. That kind of sucks. That's- should go where? Should go to Japan. Yeah, maybe. I've always wanted to go to Japan. Anyways, um, I want to talk about musicians that have gotten snubbed at the Grammys. So we already talked about uh, The Weeknd, right, and how he didn't get a single nomination because he went to go perform at the Super Bowl. But along with that, um, there's a whole list of people that have been snubbed. So Beyonce got snubbed twice. Frank Ocean. Do you know who Frank Ocean is? Oh uh, yeah, he's very funny. Yeah, Frank Ocean is incredible. Like, just incredible. His music is very, very good. Uh he lost to Mumford and Sons, who I have never heard of up till this point. Still uh haven't heard of them. Didn't go bother to listen to them. Macklemore the Heist. So remember how we were talking about Macklemore earlier? The thrift shops, the thrift, uh, thrift shop guy? yeah what what yeah exactly what so he won (laughs) over there were so many good albums that came out that year that are still like influencing hip-hop to this day yeah so yeezus came out that year which is kanye west one of kanye west's many great albums nothing was the same came out that year which was probably one of drake's best albums ever uh good kid mad city not like kanye west they do like Kanye West, but I guess they like Macklemore yeah, so. because you like, can play Macklemore's like if music If you're, at if you're the top did. of music, like Kanye West dominated music for like five years, didn't he? Yeah, but you know what's funny is his first couple of songs, like his first couple of albums were pretty family friendly and like, you know, Target accessible. But later on, he started doing more experimental stuff. And don't get me wrong. That stuff is amazing, dude. Like all of his, all of his. Right. But isn't that like good. how you do it? If you're trying to game the system? What do you mean? You you please the crowd so they start listening to you. Yes, and then you can start doing the things that you want. Exactly. Yeah. So Yeezus was a very rock like it was uh, is that the right word rock and roll? <laughs> it's kind of metal. Is that it was named a- after the shoes? Uh, I think so. Actually, Yeezies yeah. combined with Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. Yeezus. Um, but he was calling himself Yeezy like I think in 2010, so a little bit before the album came out. But anyways, this it album. It ain't easy being easy. Yeah, it ain't easy being easy. Hey, that's pretty good, bro. Should, I'm surprised nobody's ever came up with that. Um, no, I stole it from uh, "It Ain't Easy Being Wheezy." Oh, okay. that's like a thing asthmatic people say. Uh you didn't steal it from Mr. Cheetos. It ain't easy being cheesy. Is that what Chester Chester Cheetos yeah. says? Have you ever? No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that really what he says? Yeah. <laughs> There's a, there's a Simpsons <laughs> skit where he's like snorting, you know, like you use the straw to snort cocaine. He's snorting uh, cheese off Yeah, he's off snorting the Cheeto yeah. dust. and then he says it ain't easy Jesus being Christ. cheesy. <laughs> That's so fucking And hilarious. then literally after I watched that episode, I saw a commercial on YouTube of Chester the Cheeto saying it ain't easy being cheesy. <laughs> 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 oh, God. So... Anyways, Macklemore's The Heist. Thrift Shop, you could definitely play it like a Target, right? Like, that song is just so Target-friendly. One over Yeah, except for, uh, what is it? He says, like, the F-word really loud in Thrift Shop, right? I mean, you can censor that, right? This is fucking awesome. Yeah, you can censor that. Yeah, and kids sing that song. Right? (laughs) Or they just say, like, this is awesome, I think. Or, like, they mute it or whatever. Uh, So Yeezus Incredible record dude Didn't win Nothing was the same Drake I know you don't like Drake Or you don't care for Drake But that is one of his best albums And didn't win I don't think I know anything about him Good Kid Mad like City Like when you say Jay Oh what? When you say Jay-Z And you say Drake Like to me there's no difference I, I know they're popular artists But I don't know any of their music So I cannot Yeah you're missing out dude Identify It's, it's great music Um, Good Kid Mad City Same with Freak Ocean And fucking a bunch of other people Yeah Good Kid, Mad City is like, if I had to, I, I remember when I was like really uh, like probably like one or two years ago when I was so obsessed with music and so self-absorbed in the world, I was making like a top, I was constantly changing my top 10 list of like albums that I had, but Good Kid, Mad City was always in my top three. I think it's Kendrick's best album ever made and it didn't win, which was like the biggest shock of all. Macklemore the heist won. I guess their shop is better than talking about your uprisings in Compton, how you overcame becoming a teenager. Anyways, um, musicians have started to like not submit their music. So Frank Ocean and Drake have come out and admitted that they will not submit any more of their music to the Grammys, which is really nice. Like I think more artists should be doing that. Kanye West. I don't know if you know this win, but Kanye West kind of lost his mind on social media this year. He's been kind of posting a lot of nonsense, and he also ran for president. Yeah, he went, like, full-on fucking Republican, right? Kind of, yeah. He also ran for president, which was pretty wild. But... The best thing he did this year was he posted a video. <laughs> he posted this on the Twitter of himself. Uh, he threw his Grammys in the toilet and started pissing on them, which was pretty funny. Oh, my God. Um, in Okay, I already talked about that. Uh, I guess I should move on to the next page. Pearl I wonder, Jam. I wonder how... Oh, yeah. I wonder he he's made... Must have fucking had to clean them and pull them out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he probably still has Unless them. Unless he had here. to do it himself awkwardly afterwards. That would have been funny. I mean, I would have just thrown them away, dude, honestly, at that point. if you're Well, you don't want it to them. clog up your plumbing, so you're already fucked up on that. Oh, well, you can just pull it out, right? And just put it in the trash. Right, but then you have to touch it with piss on it. That's not the worst thing ever, dude. Like what? Yeah, sure, but like it's kind of like a joke on you more than it is on the Grammys. (laughs) Like you got to touch pissy fucking metal shit. (laughs) Uh, Pearl Jam, I think you you like Pearl Jam, right? I mean, yeah, enough, I guess. (laughs) I know one song by Pearl Jam. Yeah, they're not one of my go tos. I probably only know one song too. So they won. Run run, run, around in a concrete even flow. That's them, right? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like like what Pearl Jam would make. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. uh, Uh, They won Best Hard Rock Performance in 1996. And the lead singer Eddie Vedder, Eddie Vedder, is that right? Eddie Vedder, yeah. Uh, commented on stage. I don't know what this means. I don't think it means anything. Like he literally said that, which was pretty cool. Um, Yeah, that's cool. And then he stated in two thousand eight that the Grammys represent something outside of the real world of music that's fully industry based, which is what we were talking about earlier in the break. He said he wasn't that interested in attending this year's ceremony, even though he had been nominated for two awards uh james keenan the progress uh lead singer of tool Do you know who tool is yeah i know the band tool okay he didn't attend one of the grammys to receive one of his awards because he thinks the grammys are nothing more than a gigantic promotion machine for the music industry 100% correct they cater to a low intellect and they feed the masses they don't honor the art or the artist for what he created it's the music business celebrating itself that's basically what it's all about Hey, Wynn. that's basically our 5 minutes wrapped up into one sentence. Um, yeah. There's a bunch of other ones I want to talk about artist snubs though. A lot of so a lot of good hip-hop music and a lot of revolutionary hip-hop music has been snubbed. Do you know what snubbed means? I know we joked about it earlier but I mean, go ahead and define it. I think you sound ridiculous saying it so many times. So being snubbed at an award it's show not a word in common vocabulary. Like you probably should have won, but you didn't win. So uh, there's a famous clip of uh, Kanye West at the MTV Awards going up to Taylor Swift right in like 2008. And Taylor Swift won like best music video or whatever. And he was like, Taylor, I'm going to stop you real quick or whatever. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time remember that
1: hell no
0: i am not the low intellect that that freaking eddie vetter or tool man oh, whatever good. whoever said the I, low I mean, intellect thing i am not the low intellect audience that he referred to yeah <laughs> <Fucking> <laughs> no, i didn't watch that shit <laughs> Low intellect. <laughs> <laughs> when he said that i was like wow that's exactly how i feel and like I feel like when I try to express my opinion, people say I'm a dick because, like, I'm just judging all these people. It's like they get pleasure from it. Like, they, they enjoy it. It's like, well, they shouldn't. Yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe you should start listening to It's fucking to stupid. <laughs> um, but anyways, so snub means you, you probably should have won the award. Like, you were clearly... Well, I mean, I say clearly, but music is subjective. But you probably should have won the award because of, like, what your music did or, like, how influential it was. Blah, 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 yada. Blah, blah, blah. Mariah Carey got snubs for six awards. Uh, Kanye West was... Okay, so Kanye West had released an album called My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, which, if you don't know, is, like, considered... I think it's probably considered the best album of our 2020, like the last 20 years or whatever according to many people obviously music is subjective i can't emphasize this enough right what you like is what you like your album of the year is your album of the year but my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is a really really good album and it wasn't even included in the grammys because he was involved in controversy in the last year um what else I don't know. There's not much to talk about, right? Like a lot of people that should have gotten awards, didn't get awards. And it's like, wow, shocker. They gave it to the people that could play their music at target. I keep bringing that up, but that's the only joke I prepared for this. So <laughs> <laughs> well written. Yeah, If the joke works, just stick to it. Um, uh, I don't know, so, man. You want to wrap up? Do you uh, have anything else to say? You want to make fun of the low intellect masses a little more or what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's seriously like that's how i felt since i was 15 like i told that story about like my friend's parents holy shit we're at an hour and 47 minutes dude i didn't even yeah them. it'll trim up in the it'll trim up after we cut out the brakes in the intro okay. and shit yeah um i want to say though that i looked at the comments of our uh spotify next wave top 100 podcasters uh-huh and uh all of them are like totally like, I love this, thank you. Yeah, did you see my comment? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, I was gonna take <laughs> a shout out. Dang it. <laughs> I was trying to kiss ass. I was, totally I was like make a I was
0: thinking like how can I put everyone the is. Everyone's trying to kiss him. ass. Well, and like Yeah. Like, seriously, do they not, like, think it's bullshit? Or I think they're just trying to kiss ass because they know Spotify could, like, fucking give them a job or well, something. Well, really, the reason I wrote that comment was because I wanted to, I wanted to like, collaborate with one of those podcasts and see if we could, like, do something. But I ended up not doing anything of it. And now I kind of regret writing that comment because now I look foolish. But... You should go... You look like a... Yeah, you look like a dumbass. So Sorry, I'm, uh yeah ming writes actually useful information thank you guys what i was originally kind of sounds sarcastic yeah well what i was originally gonna do was i was just gonna like display all the notes that i took and just be like if you don't want to watch it here you go and then at the end i was gonna say listen to the (laughs) foglers podcast (laughs) but anyways um i didn't feel like doing that yeah or you could post it as the foglers yeah but you know (laughs) fuck, i should have huh I really did. I just wanted to like. I wanted to like reply under somebody and say, "Hey, can we collab or something?" But it never came to fruition. So, yeah, you chickened out. Yeah, basically. Choke. Stroke. stroke. I don't know. Do we want to? Do we want to collab? Uh, well, according to Spotify, the next big wave, top one hundred masterclass, uh, forty minute class. That is one of the ways, one of the best ways to get views, is to collab with other podcasts. Yeah. You know what we could do? What? Find a podcast. Find a podcast. We listen to all their episodes. We invite them to collab. And if they're foolish enough to do it, we assault them and make fun of them. on Yes, our let's do it, dude. I, I fully agree. Just <laughs> fully make fun of them. Just like, do you remember in episode 29 when you talked about Star Trek The Next Generation and how, like, uh-huh. Tupac? went into space no captain picard that's his name captain picard went into space and captain uh, tupac yeah captain tupac uh <laughs> and he was like oh admiral's off the ship hoy but instead he said admiral's off the deck hoy you look like a real fucking idiot anyways this joke's kind of wearing its course so i'm just gonna i oh just gonna <laughs> like stop talking do not name. do that man for the low God. Um, uh, <laughs> do you want to talk about your week When anything interesting happened this week Uh, No, I just wanted to make fun of the fact that you commented on this video. Oh, man. Um, Dota 2 had a big update. If you guys... um, People that come listen to the end, which I'm assuming there's zero of, I just want to say... Dota 2 has a big update. Listeners at all? Yeah, any (laughs) listeners at all. Uh, If you never played Dota 2 before and uh, you were thinking about playing Dota 2, you have literally no chance of playing it now because they just added... Probably the most stuff I've ever seen added to any video game ever. So, shout out to all the new players of Dota 2. You just got fucked over. Um, I'm going to be living... I'm going to be house-sitting with my friend for the next two weeks. Uh, We're going to be watching over some dogs, which will be pretty fun. I don't know. I was like... Well, my first reaction was, party... But then my second reaction was, okay, it's not even my house. And then, yeah, my third reaction was, there's a coronavirus. (laughs) So, yeah, that's the end of that. Um, That's all I got this week. I finished finals, but nobody fucking cares about that. So, let's uh, say goodbye. Thanks for listening, guys. If you have any further questions or want to suggest a topic for a future episode, you can contact us via Discord or email both of which will be in the description. This show is produced and researched by both Win and myself, Ming. Our music is done by Chad Crouch. This show is mixed by Wyn. You can contact him if you have an audio project that needs mixing or editing or even just a little tune-up. I promise guys, he's a god at it and his fees are quite cheap. Special shout out to YouTube channel Volksgeist and their video titled, The Grammys Are Some Bullshit. Much of the inspiration and research for this episode was from these guys, and they deserve all the love possible. Their YouTube channel is high quality and great if you're a music connoisseur like myself. I'll be leaving a link to their video in the description. Quote of the week is from one of my favorite artists of all time, Kanye West, at the 2005 Grammy acceptance speech. There's two memorable passages from his speech, the first being, If you have the opportunity to play this game called life, you have to appreciate every moment. A lot of people don't appreciate their moment until it's passed. The second thing he said was, I know everybody asking me the question. They wanted to know what can, I know he's gonna wild out. I know he's gonna do something crazy. Everybody wanted to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. Thanks for listening guys. With all my love, we hope to see you next Wednesday.